<laughs> what you mean I be doing the most? Hello, my beautiful people. It is I, Molly, and this is episode nine of Molly with the Most. And I'm just, I think I'm in a good mood today, to be honest with y'all. Like, I mean, it's not a bad mood. It's not like a just regular everyday mood. Like, I'm in a good mood. Like, so much has been transpiring <laughs> these last two months, you know, due to COVID and quarantine and the working from home and things like that. And I really haven't been able to find that time um, to podcast the way that I wanted to podcast. And this just due to real deal working from home at first was stressful, but then I got the hang of it. Everything was good. And then, you know, went right back to work May 1st, you know, the state of Alabama, basically was like y'all bring y'all ass on the work or whatever and come on so then going back to work and trying to transition within that what month to two months of being at home and working and kind of like freely moving at your own pace and still doing what you're supposed to do to coming back to a structure of eight to five every day and following like the guidelines and getting everything done in that time frame oh it was so nerve-wracking the first two weeks I had to get my body back into the swing of you know going to sleep at a decent time and waking up and doing what you're supposed to do so I am back in a good space I'm ready to give you a podcast I have the energy I'm not as tired as I was with trying to juggle so many things I wear a lot of hats and I don't have children and I'm not married. So my thing is, I don't see how people with children do this shit. It's like much salute to y'all, big ups to y'all because, uh, baby, I can do it. I couldn't do it. (laughs) How do you all find the time in your day for your children for your spouse, if you have one, and then to find the time in, in your day for yourself. Because, yeah, it's it's hard enough to find it with just me. But I salute to any parents, single parents, married parents, parents in fucking general. <laughs> for you to go to work and work a 9 to 5, a 8 to 5, hell, even if you work a 7 to 7, and especially if you work in a seven to seven, like them 12 hour shifts and you still coming home and being a active parent, an involved parent, it's like much salute to y'all. I, I really respect it. And especially those who have been homeschooling their children. I know y'all been scressed with a K, scressed. But I hope that, you know, summer is here now. So them kids out of school, hopefully you can just send them outside. They can play in the yard all day. And then, you know, whatever the case may be with that. But anywho, today's episode, we are going to just talk about what's been going on, you know, with life and like some general things, you know, with me. Um, I'm going to use y'all as my little therapy right now, just trying to release some things. And the first thing that kind of um has been bugging at me is I have to get over that the support that I give someone 
and this is one person in particular so it's not about um just people in general this is one particular person and it is a guy and for some reason this has just been bothering me for like the last two months and i'm just like hmm okay like i don't know what it is or what's been pulling at me and i I, i'll let it out of my mind for like you know some days or some weeks and then it'll come back like it's a trigger for me but it's the guy that i've been dealing with for shit about 10 years and before y'all judge me and say damn bitch 10 years it has never been anything more than us being friends with benefits i respect that He's respected. It has not been a continuous 10-year, um, what do you want to call it, love affair? Because I don't even think it's a love affair. Anyway, so if I'm in a relationship, you know, well, when I was in a relationship, we weren't doing anything. And then when he was in one, we were probably still doing it. Anyway, but it's just like I've been really trying to develop a friendship with this person opposed to sex because to be honest I don't even want the sex like that's not something that appeases me right now that's not something that is appealing to me the part or no the point that I'm at in my life it's just like I'm good on those casual romances with niggas I'm good on it just you hitting me up or me hitting you up on what you want and trying to link up and I'm in your city, yada, yada, bullshit. Like, it was fun when I was younger. It was fun because it was a thrill in it. It was something that was just like, <laughs> yeah, that's my so-and-so boo. That's my Nashville boo. That's my St. Louis boo. You know, like bullshit like that. But as I get older, I'm just like... I'm tired, like I'm tired is emotionally draining because one, I don't even want to have to do the conversation and the how you been and the, all that bullshit. If it's going to be a genuine friendship, let it be a genuine friendship opposed to, you know, a motherfucker come over and y'all doing all this quick ass chit chatting type of shit. Like my nigga, I ain't talked to you in how many months and now you want to come catch up and fuck. Okay. But I can't blame the other person for that because I've done that, you know, the majority of the 10 years span. It has been me on some, I'm going to hit that nigga when I want it. And at first it was cool. Like I said, it was the thrill. That's all that I wanted. I wasn't trying to build a um any type of communication as to being friends and shit like that i was running through them <laughs> like that's what i was doing in all honesty but as i get older it's just like i would rather to have this person as a friend opposed to having this person as a sexual partner or any type of fucking partner so it's this thing where um he has a lot going on for himself and I feel like I support what he has going on and I don't feel like he supports me with what I have going on. And that's something that I feel like with us as women, because that's what I want to talk about, because us as women, sometimes we put this, this emphasis or we try to emphasize what our relationship is to a man or to a guy or whatever and we be thinking we in one playing field with his ass and we be on a whole different court <laughs> like my nigga 
we real deal be like, oh, that's bae, that's boo, yada, yada. But when it comes down to actual friendship or actual support and actual honesty with one another, we not on the same playing field with these niggas and vice versa sometimes. Like, And the thing is, we have to learn that if a person doesn't respect you enough (laughs) in one instance why is it okay for you to continuously give your body to this person why is it okay to continuously give or open up your your portal to your soul to this person and it's just like you're cool enough for this person you know to come over and have intercourse with you to lay up with you to kick the shit with you but as far as actual being a listening ear or being a friend or just supporting you in your dreams is fucking hard now i've had you know several niggas that i fuck with <laughs> or used to fuck with because right now i am currently not fucking with anyone i have clean my slate and I'm really proud of myself like I told y'all the last couple of episodes like I'm real deal taking this time to gather myself and to see what it is that I need to do and what I need to focus on um for myself like I'm 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 getting old bitch I'm 32 years old how long can you do this whole shit I did that shit in my 20s like I ain't trying to live that whole life in my 30s now. (laughs) Like, I'm trying to, you know, find a potential husband, a potential mate, a potential partner for a life type of thing. So, back to what I was saying. So, it's the point of the certain people over the last three, I'll say three years, the certain um, people over the last three years that I've given myself to physically only one of them I can kind of, I can honestly say that I had a bomb ass mental connection with a bomb ass um physical connection a mental connection like we were just synced of course that didn't work out but the other ones were just like on some real shit like why am I having sex with you? It would be times that I would go to them or they would go to me and we would be like, I would be like, what the fuck am I doing? Like type of thing. And then to know that I'm giving myself constantly to a person who doesn't really give two fucks about me and I don't give two fucks about them just to say that we fuck like type of thing or just to get a nut off. Like this shit is like pointless. It's trash. And we continue to fucking do it until we have this fucking epiphany that I'm having or have had within the last couple months. Like, bro, it's not worth it. You're not supportive. You're not a good fucking friend. And why are we even doing this with one another? And it's no ill will or no hard feelings towards any of those young men because I still fuck with them. If I see them out in public, I would speak. We're still social media people, like friends and stuff like that. And I would still support them. Um, because a lot of them, like I said, within the last three years, they have shit going on. And I'll still support them. I'll still, you know, show up to events or repost events or whatever the fuck it, it needs to be for me to support them. But what I'm learning is to not give this support in hopes that a person will support me back. Now, does it hurt when that person doesn't support me back? Of course, because I thought that our relationship was a tad bit deeper than what 
it really was <laughs> type of thing. But I'm okay with that. And that's something just even within this podcast journey is that I'm learning that support is, it's a big thing. So I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat that shit with y'all and act like it's not. Support from your peers, support from your close acquaintances, your close um, circle of friends, your close family, the people that you love or whoever. Support really makes it for us. That's to know that we are doing something that people are listening to, people are sharing, people are talking about. So if you have, you know, individuals in your life that have businesses or um, they rap or sing or they have a clothing boutique or hell, if they sell fucking Nutriburst, <laughs> little fucking fit t- t- tummy tees or whatever them shit's called, Share, just share the shit, like promote them. You don't even have to fucking purchase anything. It's just the you sharing it, you um promoting it to other people that can get the word out. So that's just my little rant is that I am truly learning to appreciate those who do support me opposed to paying attention um to the ones who don't that I honestly thought would. And that's honestly to all the niggas I was fucking within these last couple years. All you niggas is deaded in my motherfucking book. But I'm gonna still speak with you and I still fuck with you. But yeah, no, I'm good. But that's just my little rant. Like I said, it's just something I had to get off my chest. Um, That's just been bothering me. And I hate the fact that I let things eat me up. Um, Especially if something bothers me, I'll dwell on it. And like I said, it'll eat me the fuck up. And instead of addressing the situation with the person, it was just like, just cut the communication. Like, you know, you'll see that nigga around. Y'all be in the same town or whatever. Like, you'll see him out at the club or, you know, somewhere hella fucking random. And be like, you know what? It's not even worth it. Hey, how you doing? And keep it fucking moving. And that's with any situation with anybody. Just learn to cut the shit off and not create a argument or fight when you simply don't even need that motherfucker in your life to begin with okay but so i guess that was you know what that was my the most you all know that i have the segment um called the most that i've i think i did it on episode five where i allow people to write in and kind of like rants or rave or you know just go off or speak their mind or release shit so that is called the most so honestly what i just talked about that was my the most that was just me getting that shit the fuck off my chest and just burying it and being done with it so i ranted about that so in other words not other words in other news with my life um If you've been following me on IG or if you've been following me on Twitter, you all have seen that I've been back working out. That is another fucking reason I've been tired as hell is trying to fit these workouts in and then fitting these workouts in. I've been fucking exhausted, like fucking tired and trying to change like my eating habits and trying to be um, more healthy. Like I said, I'm 32 I don't have kids, so I'm getting to the point where 
I do want children. And I say I want children by 35, so that gives me three more years. Um, I'm not going to stress it uh, as far as, oh, I got to have children by 35. I got to have children by 35. Because what's supposed to happen for me is going to happen. But I will say, I'm not trying to have the motherfuckers before 35. Let me repeat that. I will say I am not trying to have those motherfuckers before 35. Still got a lot to a life in me to live without a kid in tow. No shade to people with children. But um, mm -mm. I ain't trying to lug them around. I can't. I ain't ready for it. I still want to be selfish. I still want to enjoy so many things being kid free. Now, if 35 comes around and I don't have a child, am I going to be stressed or in despair? No, I'll be okay. And plus, people that know me know that I want to adopt children anyway. So it, it won't stress me. But I am on the path. Like I said, I'm eating better. I'm working out. And that is to basically better myself for my future child. So at the age of 35, if I do decide, you know, like, bam, I am ready to have a baby and I am blessed enough or fortunate enough to get pregnant, I want to be able to be one healthy enough to where there is no complications because 35 they already considered it a um what they call it a shit them old people pregnancies i can't even think of the word geriatric sorry <laughs> geriatric pregnancy at 35 so of course that means that it comes with more complications and of course being overweight or bigger or whatever um you'll have a higher risk pregnancy so I'm trying to better myself and better my body for my future. And I ain't trying to be funny, but that is just such the adult fucking thing to do. And one of my friends made me realize, like, bitch, you are really an adult. You're really making adult fucking decisions for your future. You're a real deal, like, changing your life, changing your um your eating habits and exercising for some future shit. She was like, us in our 20s, it would be like, huh, fuck that shit, and you just do whatever. And it's true. Like, in my 20s, I didn't give a fuck about anything. Shit, not even about life. I was... In these streets, having fun, enjoying life. And I don't regret any moment of that. Like, I experienced my life. I lived it. And I enjoyed it. So, now in your 30s, you're actually, you know, making these life-changing decisions. And really focusing and working on things. And I feel like such a fucking adult. And it's just like, hmm, I like this shit. I like the, the mature me. The, um making drastic decisions to me and really shaping my future because sometimes I think that I'm a little immature with the things that I do and the way that I act but that's just my personality I have a really goofy sense of humor I love to laugh but I do you know really sit down and think shit out and know that you know by this age is this is what I want this is what I want to do so I'm preparing to get to that space. So has it been easy with this um working out and eating better? Fuck no. Right now, I can tell you that I want some fucking Bojangles. 
And if you live in the South, you know what the fuck Bojangles is. <laughs> and if you don't know what Bojangles is, it's a chicken place. And I want a Cajun chicken biscuit right now. That's it. A Cajun chicken biscuit. You can keep the fries. Just give me the fucking biscuit. And I can't get that because I've been cutting carbs and also cutting sugars. And I will tell y'all, day three of no sugars. I, well, first off. The first three days, I had a headache from day one through day three. Just a complete, continuous fucking headache because cutting sugars is like drugs. You know, they do consider sugar to be a drug. So cutting that shit, it was on some, what the fuck am I doing? What's going on? What the fuck? Like, my body didn't know how to act because I'm a sugar eater. I'm a sweet eater. So, I eat sugars every damn day, all day. Um, so, yeah, day three, the headache kind of went away. So, by day four, I was good. I don't really necessarily miss carbs because I wasn't, like, a bread eater for real, for real. The most carbs that I do miss are, like, potatoes. So, fries. Fries, mother potatoes, shit like that is what I missed. Um... But I think I'm at like day eight. No, day 10, I think. So with the, the little like cutting the shit out my diet, because I was slowly, gradually cutting things out my diet. So once I officially cut the sugar, the carbs, and um that out the diet. So this is officially day 10 of none of that being in my diet. And I can't say I am 10 pounds down, but I was 10 pounds down day seven of the diet so it has its pros and its cons right now i ain't gonna lie to you again bojangle biscuit is calling my name but i'm not going to do it i'm going to go have um chicken and salad <laughs> for dinner once i'm done with this so again that's just a follow-up um not a follow-up, a summary of what I've been having going on. I do plan to give you all some great episodes this summer. I know you all really enjoyed Brie um, from episodes two, three. I think she was on four, too. So two, three, and four. If you haven't listened to those, go back. They're really fun and funny. And I got a lot of good feedback for the guests. So I am wanting to bring Brie back. Um, Sean, he's out of town, so I don't know the next time I'll see him. But I know Bree, she'll be in town within the next week or two. So hopefully I can get an episode recorded with her. We can both catch up on these fuck niggas and shit like that. I don't have any fuck nigga problems. Oh, you know what? I do, I do, I do, I do. It's not really necessarily a problem, but you know when niggas try to pop back up in your life, we're not going to get on it. I'm going to make sure that I do an episode with Brie so we can talk about some niggas when they do them pop-ups and trying to trying to test the waters and see how you feeling and shit like that. So, um, yeah, this episode was more so I it's been a month and I haven't given you all any content. So I just wanted you all to know what Molly has been going through. And I also just wanted to kind of, like I said, treat you all as my therapy and let you all know, like, your host, she's out here. She's trying to maintain work, maintain the business, maintain the podcast, maintain fucking working out, eating better, and also maintain my damn sanity. 
because my head has to be on straight before any in anything can function my mental has to be um where it needs to be and i've also been looking for a therapist i really do need to go to therapy um there's a lot of things that i need to discuss so you know it's hard trying to find one i reached out to one back in march um sad to say I never heard anything back from her um, and it was a black lady and I was really excited about that. But I will say it was like a week or a week and a half before the whole pandemic went frenzy and we had to shut everything down. So will I reach back out to that one? Probably not because I do feel like you there should have been some type of correspondence. So I'm on the hunt for a good therapist. So if you're in the Huntsville or Decatur, Alabama region, and you know of a great um, therapist or great counselor, you know, write it on the Twitter page or the IG page and DM it to me. I would prefer um, a black individual, a black lady, but if not, I am open to anybody because I need to sit on a motherfucking couch and tell them what I, I be going through. <laughs> I need to release these feelings. My journal, you know, my hand is, is cramping writing in my journal. So that is going to be this episode of Molly with the Most. It's just me catching up. Um, with you all, letting you know what your girl got going on, what your girl got popping. This is a really quick one. I am going to drop episode 10 this week, um, as well. So you getting two, you, you ain't heard from me in a month, but you're getting two episodes in one week, you know? So I'm grateful. I'm thankful. I love you all. And also send in your episode excuse me your letters for the most i have a couple that i need to read and i might save that for the episode with brie we can read the letters and discuss them but i will let you all know once what's popping what's going on make sure you follow the twitter page which is molly w underscore the most again that's molly w underscore the most on twitter um ig is just going to be molly with the most so that's just all together molly with the most on ig but i thank you all for listening to me and don't think that i'm crazy and come back for episode 10 because it's going to feature a good friend of mine from AM. she has her own uh, well she has a couple businesses but she has her own boutique she does her mixed drinks um and she's just going to give some insight to how life as an entrepreneur has been going for her through um through the pandemic and just she's going to talk about some plus size topics um regarding clothing and fashion 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 and yeah so that'll be episode 10 it'll drop this week as well Thank you all so much for listening to this. It is your girl, Molly with the most. And this has been episode nine. Thank you. And you all have a blessed, beautiful, and productive day.